0: What's up, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast. This is the 10 things that we have learned about life, about business, and about people since starting the Tour Junkies about five years ago. This is a fantastic episode. We get into all of that, plus our experience as inside uh, credentialed media at the Players Championship, and a funny story about our press conference there This is a great show, man. We hope you guys enjoy this. This is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, and uh, we talk about some things that we've learned. And, you know, whether you are a business owner yourself, or you have ever thought about starting a business, or you work in a business, which probably covers most of you, hopefully you find this informative and interesting. Uh, It does get a little emotional at the end for us. And,. Uh, we make no apologies about that. Uh, it's very real for us and we hope you guys uh, enjoy it. And if not, just don't tell us because uh, yeah, it meant a lot to us. It was, um, it was a great episode. We hope you guys enjoy it. And thank you so much for everybody who supports us. We know this is a tough time. We know that this, uh, this is a, a kind of a scary time. We hope this you know brings a little bit of uh, entertainment, a little bit of humor. A little bit of fun, a little bit of perspective to everybody listening. And, uh, again, we can't thank you guys enough for continuing to listen to our show and supporting what we do. Um, thank you. Here you go. We're the tour, tour,
1: tour, tour junkies podcast juice, you gotta have a special guest,
0: DFS, DB and them long shots, oh, yeah. from custard to Sawgrass, we got your picks, we got your stats, catch a buzz, catch a laugh, and right. some rosé with pets. To it, do it, do it, do it, junkies. What's up everyone, it is the first episode of Coronavirus two thousand and twenty.
1: <laughs> the quarantine version.
0: Junkies. Yeah, welcome to the the simulation that is living in the United States or anywhere in the world with coronavirus going on. I am David Barnett, your host. I've got my co-host Patrick H. Perry with me. Uh, we are both quarantined in our bonus rooms, ready for ready to tackle the coronavirus head on with oodles of content. Hat and vodka,
1: and vodka, which I, in my Ugh. non-medical opinion, will just sanitize your whole body. If you just take in some Tito's, maybe nightly. Yeah. I'm not trying to encourage you. Like, if you're, you know, if you having some issues with that, don't, you know, all I me <laughs>
0: don't, you know, yeah. but don't don't go crazy. But I think it helps. I think it helps. I really do. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, it's it's weird times we're living in, people. It is weird times we are living in. Um, but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna be here for it. We are here to bring some content, hopefully bring some laughter, some entertainment, um, and for whatever reason, there's some people out there that want to continue getting Tour Junkies podcast delivered every monday night that's what we are here to do so uh welcome to all of you listening maybe you're listening for the first time if you are that's very weird but we welcome you nonetheless normally we preview pga tour events and we talk about betting and dfs and uh, gambling on golf and all the main storylines from golf we also like to have a lot of fun here but tonight we're really not going to talk a whole lot about golf at all we are going to talk about the 10 things that we've each learned in the last near, near five years, Pat, uh, since we started Tour Junkies uh, about life, about business, and about people. Uh, we're gonna give you a peek behind the curtain a little bit tonight, and uh, it's gonna be a good time. For those of you watching on YouTube, we greatly appreciate it. You're quarantined with us. Uh, uh, shalom, or whatever. So thanks to you guys for watching. Um, hope you're having fantastic times keeping safe it really is crazy Pat like it, I was telling you on the phone today this morning that like I, I keep I, I'm, it's still we're still early enough in this that I'm waking up in the mornings and I'm thinking to myself wait a minute is that whole corona thing real I, I still don't quite wake up in the mornings believing that this is real that that we don't have sports that we we have this global pandemic that my kids are out of school for the next four weeks that we're not having a master's so far right now in April. Um, it just feels so strange and surreal. I, I'm, it's very weird. It's, very, it's very weird. an
1: unbelievable time that we're living in right now. Um, uh, by the way, folks on YouTube will notice that I'm wearing the Savannah Bananas T-shirt, and that's because I just think the world is absolutely bananas right now. It's just a, it's it's crazy.
0: Very I mean, apropos. It is. I like it. It's
1: something that is. Um, we haven't seen. We I don't know if any. If, this is just. It's it's crazy, but. I think it's a time to come together and, um, you know, try and do our best to help each other. And it's going to be hard with no sports for eight weeks. I know I'm going to be pretty depressed. Um, You know, it reminds me, so a lot of people that don't grow up or aren't living on the coast right now, um, you know, we've had to deal with hurricanes lately. So for the last two, three years, hurricanes have been terrible. Uh, and so we have these evacuations and all this stuff, and everybody goes crazy, and they take all the water off the shelves at the store. For the coronavirus, it's obviously toilet paper, which, for some reason, we really need, um, and we no. need it badly. We need it badly, like we, we yeah, or otherwise we're going to kill somebody. But uh, that being said, it, it reminds me of the hurricane evacuations, and I'm not saying it's not serious because it is. I mean, this is a very serious deal, but. Most every evacuation that I was a part of, I came back and was like, man, there was a lot of overreaction there on some things. Um, and we may yeah. see that. I, I hope that's how we it, we come out the other side of this and, and are like, we were overreacting like crazy. But, I, you know, in times like these, sometimes that's just what happens. You, you're going to overreact and we because you've never seen it. It's unfamiliar to everyone out there. And... I think we're going to come out the other side of this. It's going to be we're going to be better people, and uh, we're going to learn a lot about ourselves. Especially when you you know you've got to be home with your kids freaking twenty four seven. My God.
0: You know, you said it was unfamiliar territory. It reminds me of like you know junior prom. You know, and you've had a great night, and you know you do a little something that you probably shouldn't have done. Uh. You know, junior prom night. And you're panic stricken, right? You, you you wake up the next morning and you're panic stricken. You're thinking, Wait, I don't I don't know if I want to be a seventeen year old father, you know, and like what is pre come? You know, like what is that real? <laughs> is that does that actually happen? My buddies are scaring me. Should I be concerned? Do I need to does she need to go get a test? Does she need to get three tests? What is it? The night you after know?
1: the night after pill? What do they call that? Thing? Do I
0: need to go what what do I need to do? Should I tell my parents? Should I go should I go to should I go to mass should I go to mass a few times there's all these things that you think very about very scary the, things and you're panic stricken they're very they're very scary things you know and for most of us it turns out to be not not that not that big a deal but um here's what I'll say man like it's just not in my name like my, naturally I am a person who when something like this is going on um it I am going to I'm going to 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 I'm going to bring some humor in. You know what I mean? Like,
1: if you guys, what was that? Sorry, I just threw this bottle. I don't know why I felt like doing that.
0: Like, we are not going to be the podcast or the Twitter follow that is super somber and serious about this thing. Like, listen, I understand there's people out there who are who are uh, who are ill. I understand there's people out there who are. Um, uh, vulnerable you know th- those people are vulnerable to many different things year round um and i'm not trying to minimize it but like we have a platform and honestly like our shtick is to kind of you know have some fun and like keep it light that's what we're gonna do so if, if you're not a big fan of that you're probably not gonna enjoy what we do in the next however long yeah i i, uh, I think you're keep it light i
1: think you're right we're gonna keep it light and we're gonna keep it fun and that's you know if and, and that may not be for you but for me it, it helps me it helps kind of keep sanity a little bit when you can you can have fun and keep things light and just it, it, you know yeah. we're not making fun at all of any sort of no. deal with the coronavirus no. i mean that that is not at all what we're, what we're here to do But we're here to try to maybe give give yourself, you know, give you guys out there and girls out there that are listening to us, you know, just a a respite from what's going on, so that you can respite. You like that word, respite? Just to, uh, you know, keep it. Yeah. So I I don't know. I'm excited about talking about the podcast tonight. It is interesting though that if you look at how we started last week. So, all right, we're going to get into the ten things here in a little bit. But I did want to talk about last week because. We got the media access for the players, which was huge for us. And we show up on Tuesday, and just, what an incredible day for us. I mean... Great day. When, you know, we're sitting there on the... Stop me if I shouldn't talk
0: about any of this, because... I I think you're good. Yeah, but we're sitting there, I think it was on the 6T box. Hey, uh, excuse me, Jay Monaghan, if you're listening, uh, you should probably go listen to something else real quick. Just...
1: No, well, I think this is legit. Anyway, we we were just doing what we were told. Anyway, so we're... That would
0: be the only reason you should not talk about this. Yes, yeah, so, so we're... I think we're good. Si-
1: we're sitting there on a six tee box, I think, and Aaron Fleener says to us, because we're following him and JT and Brendan Todd and a few holes before that, and he's like, hey, guys, I can't really talk to you from outside the ropes. Why don't y'all come on in? And the PGA yeah. Tour official, by the way, who was on the tee, said, hey, you guys got the invite, Come on in. So, yeah. we got to walk six, seven, eight, and nine inside the ropes. It was one of the more incredible things that I've gotten to do. It's you know in my golf life and tour junkies life and everything. It was so fun getting able to talk to them inside the ropes, see how they prepare for a tournament. Uh, it is there's a lot of work that goes on, and, and you you and I got to kind of talk with JT and Aaron and Brendan you know at times but then we'd step back at times and let them work and it was really cool and then the same thing happened with joel damon and his group 16 17 and 18 it was really cool and special to be a part of and then it ended so then we we have that and then we have wednesday so we have wednesday which was more of a press conference day for us we get to go see some press conference and we get to ask some questions so (laughs) so this is this is it's fun now I have to admit, there's there's a question I would have liked to have had back that that I wasn't there for, and so like so so we get we get in there for Patrick Reed's press conference, and that's like us popping the cherry, you know, and the and the it's, it's not like it's not like the RSM back to the junior prom yeah. reference. It's not like the RSM where we go. To the Ugh, r- we popped our cherry with Patrick Reed. Yeah, <laughs> but. It's not like take RSM out of it because I don't think RSM. Ooh. I don't think RSM classic counts because we did get to ask some questions in there. This is the big deal. This is the big thing. So Patrick Reed comes there and does the. We don't ask a question. The flagship event. Yeah, Th- we don't ask a question at all. Now we wanted to, but we were just like, okay, we're gonna just see how this goes. So then Ricky Fowler comes in immediately following it, and we've got some questions, and and DB. Damn it! If you didn't just, you got out there and you asked a great question about John Tillery and yeah. everything. And then our boy Ben asked a good question. It was, as a matter of fact, Ben's question got like featured on Golf Channel. They didn't know he asked the question, but on Golf Channel later that night, they were talking about Ricky Fowler and his game. And the one clip they had was from the, you know, him answering the question that Ben had. Okay, so things are great, things are perfect. <laughs> so we go. We go back out because there's going to be a little bit of time where we can do some things and and whatever else. And so we walk out there on the putting green or whatever driving range. We're looking for kids, who, by the way, gets mad at us because we didn't come see him. But then he sets up on the other... Quarantined himself. He quarantines himself on the other side of the driving range that people can't get to. So he's like texting us, hey, thanks for coming to say hello to me. And we're like... Hey, we're coming to you. And he's like, Well, you can't get to me except for like 100 yards away. So, kids, I know you're not <laughs> listening, but that, that did no good. So sorry. But anyway, then it comes time for Brooks Kepka's press conference. And, it, and, and Pat leaves. Okay, well, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. I unfortunately have to leave, so I can't be in the Brooks Kepka press conference. But I'm on the way back. And I'm in a golf cart um, going to my truck. And the press conference, so PGA Tour Live shows the press conferences like through Periscope or whatever live. And so I pull it up and I'm listening to it. And there's a lot of legit questions that are coming out to start off. And then all of a sudden I get in my truck. <laughs> and, I, and I hear, okay, front. know familiar voice. I, I hear, okay, front, right. Or front left, I don't know what they 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 just front they call left. you like front like where you wherever you're yeah. sitting. I think they said okay front left, and all of a sudden yeah. I hear a familiar voice, and it is my boy DB, <laughs> and he immediately says, "Okay, Brooks, I'm going to take this on a lighter note," and I
0: just like I was like, "Oh, oh shit, oh. what is about to happen?" What did you think? What did you have any, any synapses fire of what may be coming out of my? I mouth? did not because I know you. But I immediately started to think,
1: this is, this is going to be a problem. And why am I not there to stop what is happening? <laughs> and so, sure enough, God love you. You got a lot of chances to ask some, some great questions <laughs> with the number, what, two, three ranked player in the world. And you take it the fashion route and you ask a guy that is being paid millions and millions of dollars by Nike to basically try and bash a Nike product, which is not going to happen. Uh, you talk about joggers, which he says he's worn before, and then you ask, okay, well... No,
0: he said Nike's put out before. He said he's never worn them on the course.
1: True. And then he, then you say, well, would you wear anything that they put in front of you? And he kind of death stares you. And then so you have to come up with something. So you're like, well, you, well, you wear pleated pants. And then he just kind of death stares you again, and he's like, well, those are in right now. And that's it. And then and then, as the microphone is being taken away from you, you
0: can hear, if you turn it up, yikes. Yep. <laughs> it's like... That was my favorite part. You could just barely hear me go, yikes. Shit. Pleated pants, really? They're in? I don't know, man. So a lot of things happen there. Victory for pleated pants, by the way, as far as I'm concerned. It was a big victory for Pleated Pan. It's like I think that I think the answer to that question was the equivalent of Donald Trump winning the 2016 election. It just <laughs> shocked the piss out of everybody. Yeah, it, it just I just did not see that coming. I, I could not believe it. Um, it really bummed me out. I was like, damn, like Pat is what is Pat gonna do now that Brooks said that? It was it was very disappointing. Here's the thing though. I told you this. You, you immediately get a text from Pat. What the hell is going on with you? What did you really just ask that question? And I gotta, I gotta tell you guys. Like, the thing is, it, if you listen to that press conference, it was such a freaking funeral in there. It was so bleak and so boring and so lame and so just. It was just. It was terrible. I'm trying to see if I, I think um,
1: the uh, the thing is is that, the, is that if for folks out there who obviously haven't been in a press conference like that, which is not a lot of people, if you're not in the press, um, it is it can be different in the room than what you might see on Golf Channel. It, it is
0: very it is a weird vibe in the room, and that's that's the thing. Like I was just like, okay, everybody had asked him number one about how bad he was playing, and number two about how his knee was feeling. That that was what everyone. That was what everyone was going at, Um, and it was just—it was so—it was so bleak, and I was like, you know what? Damn! Like I'm just gonna—I just want to mix this up a little bit. And then all here, I just found the text. I just found the text. At at 2:42 p.m. on Wednesday, all Pat sends is, "Oh my God." (laughs) And then the very next text is... By the way, that's 2.40. Get, that's 2.40. His
1: press conference was 2.30, I believe, is when it yeah, started. his
0: press conference was 2.30. <laughs> and then at 2.42, we may never get credentials again. <laughs> and he says, I cannot stop laughing. And then he says, also, this is a huge victory for pleated pants. <laughs> <laughs> it, I just wanted to do something different. And i got to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed at how Brooks responded. Like... I, th- I said hey Brooks, like I want to lighten this up a little bit but I'm gonna save you from the 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 geezers in here that keep asking the same damn question about how bad you're playing about your knee I'm gonna save you a little bit I brought up his GQ his GQ spread yeah and I said hey like let's let's uh, you know let's mix it up a little bit let's talk to me about fashion and and he like he just totally I mean he body bagged me a little bit I mean he just he 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 was a total grouch about it I, I, I really felt body-backed, which I hate to admit, but I, I did in a, in a way. Um, but I, I just felt like it was something different. You know, I could have asked him, okay, Brooks, do you think this putts, you know, do you think the greens with the overseed putt more like bent than they do Bermuda? You know, I could have asked him that. But, hell, now in retrospect, what, what are we more happy that we know right now? That Brooks Kepka won't turn down a Nike clothing thing and that he thinks pleated pants are in. Does the fact that the greens at Sawgrass put more like Bent than Bermuda right now matter to not anybody a, in here? Not <laughs> no. a whole lot. Nobody. No. In retrospect, I had the most relevant question of the whole week <laughs> in that damn com- conference. But, it, I mean, I, I can't believe the backlash I got from a couple of people that were just amazed that I asked it. Let me tell you, there are way dumber questions asked in there. But it was just, it was a library in there. So I was, like, trying to mix it up. You, I mean, you know me. That's what I want to do. Anyway...
1: I had to get to that. This I, I, yeah. I, I was not going to let us go beyond a
0: certain point before talking about that. He he really does hate the press conference. Like I just don't. It's just it was rough. It was it was a tough look. And Patrick was Reed was look. interesting
1: too because he just like he got the they they asked him the tw- the questions and he just still does not get
0: it. And no, but I will say this: Patrick was his demeanor in the press conference was better than anyone's oh, it was better so, than ricky's yeah he he was smiling he was he was um i don't know it was very different like i mean brooks is literally like this i mean he's just like i mean joggers are in man i mean like joggers are you know joggers have been nike was the first one to put out joggers i mean it wasn't yeah i mean i i mean pleated pants yeah i mean pleated pants are in yeah the knee feels fine yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I went and saw Butch, and Butch did this and did. It. I mean, like it was this, it was just so lame. Patrick actually smiled in a in a cu- with a couple questions and like interacted with the media before and after. It was a, it was very different. Now his answer sucked when the guy asked him, you know, do you think that the do you think that, that the hate will ever stop? And his answer was, it'll stop when you guys decide it stops, which is a horrible answer. Say horrible, that's a terrible No, one. it'll stop when you take a little bit of ownership and you quit fucking cheating on the golf course. That's when it'll stop. But aside from that, he actually, if you take out what he said, he actually was pretty personable compared to everybody else. Anyway, it was a fantastic experience the days that we were there. Walking 15, 16, 17, and 18 with Gino and Joel was fantastic. I... I I'm so grateful we got to do that. It was so cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, We learned a lot just watching those guys process and everything. It was so much fun. Um, It was great. Pat, I think we should get into it. We're 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 into this. I think we should get into the the real topic of tonight's podcast. And you know, we just thought, hey. About five years ago, we, we got the idea to do this, or it was five years ago. We got the idea to do this. We started working on it. We're not going to bore you with all those details, but you may hear some of the, the backstory about how TJ came to, came to be. But we've also learned a lot, and we've experienced a lot in the five years that we've, do, that we've done this. And I feel like, and we feel like, you know, this may inspire some of you. Um, this may encourage some of you. For some, it may not do that at all. You may just laugh a little bit. Um, And uh, we just want to have a good time with it. So the things that we learned about life, about business, and about people is what we're going to talk about. I have 10 things that I've written down. Pat has 10 things he's written down. We have not talked about them uh, in reference to this podcast. I am sure there's a ton of overlap. There's probably some overlaps, yeah. I'm sure there's some overlap. So, Pat, I think we just go back and forth. So, you know, you kind of do one. I kind of do one. And if we... If we, ha- if we say one and then there's crossover, we can piggyback and go from there. Uh, if anyone watching on YouTube has any questions or has any good follow-ups to what's being discussed, this is an open podcast. This is the only thing we have left to talk about tonight, so we'll do, we'll do whatever. Wherever the wind takes us is where we will go tonight, Pat. Um, so, you good with that? Yeah. Are you excited? I am.
1: I am. I'm pretty excited about this.
0: Let me make sure my battery's not about to die on this thing. Hang on. Eh, okay, at some point I may have to step away and get a charger. All right, Pat, why don't you start? Why don't you give us the number one? Not not the number one. Like I kind of spread mine out. It's, I think my better ones are kind of in the middle.
1: I have so, mine listed out one to ten, obviously, but it, it's I might jump around here, so because I have some that okay. I feel like talking about later than I will others. Um, I'm gonna start okay. it though with kind of how. We what we just talked about. Um, okay. So I've actually this is one thing I've learned, and it's it's people, it's business, it's just doing the podcast, it's being friends with you, and that's fashion.
0: Hey, that is fashion. It, you
1: fashion, good or yes. bad, you know. So the pleats thing early on in the podcast was was really it was a, a deal. deal. It was a deal. I've since yeah, gone... Almost a deal breaker. I've since gone away from the pleats. Uh, I don't believe there's a... there's. A, you've seen me. I don't think you've... Is there eye
0: s- pleat in your closet
1: right now? I, I think there is eye pleat, but it's uh-huh. probably because it hasn't been cleaned out. But other than that, you know, but, but outside of that too, like, hair... Everybody talks about my hair. Look, I'm trying with the hair. I'm trying with the hair, people. I'm going to try... I'm going to grow it out, I think. That's a new thing. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, but yeah,
0: what's a new thing like just growing hair out in general, or just you growing? For out? me, like I'm, I'm trying to do some different things. I keep hearing, what are you gonna do with it? I didn't know this. This is the first I'm learning of. I'm this. just gonna let it. What go. are you gonna go. do? Like I want
1: like college level hair. College level? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What are you going to do with it when it gets to that college level? Are you just going to—is it still going to swoop? or Are you going to put some? Product I may, in may it? not swoop
1: it. I may do some things with it. Uh, I'm not going to man bun it. I'll tell you that right now. Man bun no, is no, not. You're not going to do that. Um, okay. Just, just trying to. You know, the wife liked the longer hair back in the day when we were dating. She, I'm trying to go okay. back to those days. But yeah, I mean, fashion was one of those things that when we first met, I was probably stuck in the past a little bit and I've, I've yeah. progressed a lot in that standpoint. Um, so that's been one of the things I've learned is to be open to newer ideas when it comes to fashion. Now, I'm not gonna be going all out like you and wearing bad birdie stuff and flowers and leopards and shit, but <laughs> I, have, I have learned to open myself up to ideas of, of wearing different things than just a polo and some pleated pants. Or whatever else that might be, um, so that I don't know if that's so. That that's just and that's I'm starting off with that because it's kind of like the least important thing that really I've learned, but it is something that I've that, it, that has been important because if you look at the progression, it, it's more of a progression oh, yeah. thing. If you look at the progression yeah. of like me back when we first started versus maybe me now, it's like it's moved. The needle has moved a lot,
0: so that was one thing that a hundred percent. I'll give you props for that man. And listen, don't downplay fashion for a man. You know what I mean? Like fashion is important. Like if you're a man that is afraid of being fashionable, I would argue you're like insecure or, you know, you're you're not you're you're single and you just don't give a rip, but you probably should. Like it, it'll help, you know what I mean? Like fashion and and being more up to date helps with the ladies. Confidence. But it also helps I was, so I was about to say it's a personal thing it's the confidence it's the self-confidence and and you know Pat you have come a long way I remember I remember the first my very first jab at you about your pleated shorts on the golf course we were in a golf cart yeah. playing golf together and I was like oh yeah you you made fun of me or something I was like yeah better than fucking pleated shorts you got on right now and you're mm-hmm. like wait a minute what's wrong with my pleated shorts and that's where the whole thing opened up you mm-hmm. know what I mean like and and that whole thing just changed your world and it and it's you know, I have definitely seen you branch out and and take hold of some new ideas and try new things. Now, doesn't mean you fully, you know, jumped in, which is fine. I respect that. You're your own man. I like that. But I think it is important and especially men our age, a little bit as we get older, need to continue to embrace that. You know, keep the ladies keep the ladies thinking, "You know what? Damn, my man looks good." And I don't have to lay his clothes out for him. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to be his mama. Well, I think that's and it, very and important. You, and
1: it shows you care about yourself a little bit. You're not just yeah, going to be stuck yeah. in the past wearing whatever 100%. you wore 10 years ago. I mean, there's there's new stuff out there, so
0: be open I to it. I will say it's funny. One moment when me and Pat were doing our very first photo shoot, it was our first photo shoot, Oh gosh, weird to say yeah. that we've had a couple of them. But it was our first photo shoot. You know, a big deal. We got a whole, like, a three-hour, four-hour photo shoot. I come with, like, five or six different possible shirts, outfits, pants – you know, hats, everything. Pat shows up with the same pair of khaki pants that he has on. Black flip-flops. Mhm. You remember that? Mhm. Black flip-flops and like three shirts all of just a slightly different shade of blue that were all master shirts. <laughs> that was what he had. And I was like, what the f- what are we doing? Like can we get a different So if you notice like all of all of Pat's shirts in that in that Shoot, are all like a shade of blue, master shirt.
1: And our second sheet was—I was a little bit. I had a lot, a lot more actually.
0: You'd improve every time we go to the Masters and we're shopping together. I have to be like Pat. No, stop, stay away they from have the blue. Other bl- they have other colors that are not blue. Like get a different fucking shirt. <laughs>
1: I've been right. into the. I've been into the just real quick. I've been into the dark colors, the the blacks and the navies lately. Slimming. They're slimming. <laughs> slimming. <Yeah. laughs> so. See, look
0: at you. All right, go all ahead. Right. Yours. So here's one for me. Number one, um, I have learned that a calculated early risk can pay off big in business. A early calculated risk can pay off big in business. I think one of the things, one of the reasons that me and Pat are here today is because we were early to this market. And I'm not saying that bragging, I'm actually saying that to reflect laziness. In the fact that if we had started this two years ago, when 411 other podcasts had started this already, we probably would have just been like, nah, we're good. Like, we don't need to do this. There's plenty of people doing this. We're good. Forget this. Like, we're good. Um, But the fact that, that early on, before the podcast boom, before DFS golf really took off and there was very little out there. We looked at each other like we should do this, we can do this, why don't we do this? We can't think of a good reason why we haven't. Um, We got good jobs, we got supportive wives, we got the time. Let's do this and let's see what happens. Like that calculated risk, but being early to that, that first to market is what you hear, right? Like that taking action quickly is what. I think we have benefited greatly from because we built a base before a lot of people got in this space. And it, I think it's a hundred percent paid off. And we appreciate those that have been with us for that long. Um, that's insane. But I think without that, I probably would have just been like, Pat, why, why do we need to start this? Like if this were today or a year ago or even two years ago, I just would have been like, dude, what? there is no gap in the market for this. So if you have something that is on the precipice of being a, an industry or a market, like, Go for it and be early in, because we definitely benefited from that.
1: Totally agree with that. Um, yeah, I'm with you because I would have probably been the same. Like if we if there was all these podcasts out there when we started, I probably would have been like, I don't know, we can just pass on it. Yeah, but mm. all right, you're next. Number okay, two. all right, number two. Huh. All right, I'm gonna start. I'll go with this one. Um, I've learned more and more, and you hear this a lot, but. I think it is so beneficial to put yourself in more and more uncomfortable situations when it comes to business or whatever else. I think it develops you as a person. And we have been, or I have been, in way more uncomfortable positions than I ever thought I would be because of tour junkies. I mean, whether it's doing TV stuff, live, whatever it is, um, writing I think writing still, you know, even though I'm not in front of somebody, it puts yourself you in an uncomfortable position. You're putting a, a um, an opinion out there that could be, you know, could be wrong because every week I put something out there that um, could be could suck, but I'm still doing that. Um, you know, we, we've you and I've gotten to do a lot of things publicly through Tour Junkies, and I think it it really helps you just putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions to, to learn more about yourself and then to learn that you can actually do things that you never thought you'd be able to do and do, do them well. And, you know, I think it's just, again, just in, in general, to better yourself, put yourself in uncomfortable positions. And you're going to find that you're going to learn about more about yourself. You're going to grow internally. And I think it helps with the business in general. I mean, we've gotten better at what we do because we've been in those situations and willing to do that kind of stuff. I never thought that I would be on, you know, Sirius XM radio doing, you know, whatever. Or if, you know, any of the TV type stuff that we've done. So it's, it's been, you know, that's something that I've learned a lot from. And I've learned that you even, you know, people are scared to do that kind of stuff. You're nervous to to get in that. You want to stay in your little box, and you don't want to really put yourself out there. But I think if you do, you'll learn in the long run that it is very beneficial all the way around. Um, I'm not saying it's going to make you millions or whatever, but I think in in in, in life, it's going to it's going to help you. Um, you know, just get out of that comfort
0: zone a little bit.
1: I didn't really put that well, but that's just what I'm, you're, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get to a point that yeah,
0: I you're good. Your brother Chris Perry said fantasy golf sommelier is very good, Pat. I'm proud of you for that one, bro. And that, so that's one I wrote down too. Is the um, we're never too old to learn new things. Primarily talking about you. <laughs> um, you know, you for sure uh, with technology in general, video stuff, writing. Um, I mean guys I, so here's what I'll do on Twitter tomorrow maybe even Instagram I will post an early video of me and Pat at my parents house getting on a um uh a, a, a YouTube not not YouTube it was like a it was a live stream uh, that the was the, the fantasy the, network the fantasy network God, you have um, a video of that still? I have a video of that Pat was so damn nervous and and just, and I was nervous too, but like it's a little more, I don't know, it's a little more natural for me, I guess. But, um, but like to, to know, I, I told this to the guys when we did the Scratch, when we did the Scratch TV stuff a couple weeks ago. I was like, man, if you guys only knew how far Pat had come with being comfortable on video and doing his thing, it is, it's, it, it does speak to, you know, this is, where, this is where I kind of hope this episode like inspires some people because it really should inspire you to try to do new things, man, and do new things that you never thought you would be comfortable doing and take a step out there. And that's what Pat has done more so than me um, just because, again, like personally, it's just more my speed. It's just more my thing. But it, I've definitely I have stretched Pat a lot. Um, and you I know stretched Pat stretched me a, himself. You have stretched me yeah. a ton, yeah, I, for sure. I know Pat has stretched himself, but I, I know I have too. And, and that pressure cooker, he's responded, and he's writing, and, and the, the articles are fantastic, um, and the video stuff is fantastic, and to, to see how far it's come is amazing. And it just it does go to show that you can, we can learn new things like. You get in a rut and you think that you've you've hit your peak or you've you've learned what you're going to learn, but you can learn new things. And the value of that, and I even think like just back to our start, you know, neither one of us had a clue. Like, you know, I know we said this before. I'm not. I don't want to beat the dead horse, but when when we started, it was not so easy to start a podcast. Like hosting services and like knowing how to look this crap up and figure out how to do this was not as widely known and it wasn't as easy and. We both had to learn, you know, I, I never edited audio before or, you know, cut up a video or whatever it was. Like, I, I just didn't do that stuff. So, you know, I, I think that is I think that's I think that's part of it. Um, and so that kind of leads me to my my next one, which is hustle is a thoughtless byproduct when you love what you're doing. And from day one, we were excited about it. We we were enthusiastic about it even though we didn't think anybody else would give a rip, um, you know, we, we hustled and we learned and we executed and we marketed and um, we made sacrifices because we love what we're doing. And that has, you know, been something I know for me and I know for Pat both, like, we have done, we have put so much more of our heart and soul and effort and energy and sacrifice into this because we love it. We absolutely love it. And I hope that comes through on a week-in, week-out basis. But again, in an effort to inspire other people here, whatever it is that you love to do, find a way to to make it something that you can daily put yourself into. And the hustle is a thoughtless byproduct. Like, I don't have to think about – I don't have to get up and make myself, you know, think of the next TJ idea or execute on the next TJ thing or – You know, check this box of things I need to do for TJ. Now, are there things that I like to do for TJ more than others? Of course, but it's not the same as like my real job, which I also like, but it's not the same. You know, it just, it's a different level when you find something that you actually love. And I hate the fact that I was 30, what, 31, 32 before I actually did that. I wish that, and me and Pat say this all the time we wish we would have made this leap in our 20s yeah right yeah this thing would be way further along because it just gets harder to do the older you get but but i think that hustle is a thoughtless byproduct when you love what you're doing
1: well i think i will say this too that um and and i i was glad you kind of went that direction because you know we we talk about on the podcast a lot like who you know who does what and you know db does everything and whatever whatever else and it's kind of a funny joke but um, what's not funny about it, or what's more serious about it, is, and, and you kind of gave me some props here a second ago, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to go back. And I'm not trying to make this a love, I'm not podcast. trying to make this a love fest because this will be. All right, we're about to get into some, we're going to some stuff funny stuff too, but you know, you listeners out there don't know the work that DB puts into this. It's it is a lot, and it is you know like he said i think it's because he enjoys and he's so passionate about what he does that it makes it not difficult for him but it is on my end certainly appreciated and it's it, it, there's a lot of stuff that he does to make this what it is and a lot of hard work and a lot of hard work that's not necessarily rewarded with money or anything like that which doesn't matter and that's never why we started what we did um, it's it's rewarded with you know folks telling us that you know, hey, we love what you guys are doing and keep it up or whatever it is. and but but DB puts a lot of hard work into this and it's um, it's pretty incredible, I'll say it's it's inspiring. It's made me realize how you know <laughs> well, how lazy I can be at times for one. <laughs> but it but it's definitely made me realize that um there's a lot you can do if if you just put your mind to it and work hard and D B definitely does that. So anyway, moving on. I'll go to my next glad. one. You want me to go to my next one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go to lighter note now. So we're gonna take this off of how this how this is moving. So my one this is gonna be short. Don't do social media under the influence. Okay, that's one <laughs> which, thing I've learned. Which you've literally
0: done, like, the last two nights. The
1: last few nights I've done it, like, incredibly bad. Yeah, like, I, I know. I, like,
0: deleted tweets and shit. I've noticed. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was wondering if you uh, said... But yeah, <laughs> hey, kids, social media is great. Right, that, that, that's another part of what I could... T- I could actually add this in. this. We could combine this into another one. I don't even know what number I'm on right now, but <laughs> I've learned a lot about social media in general yes. throughout yeah. this podcast, uh, yeah. But the main thing I've done, I've learned, is don't, don't do it under the influence. Now you can, <laughs> you can take it in, you can read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't yeah. respond to it if you've had drinks, because you're gonna say something that's just probably not gonna go over well, and some you're gonna piss somebody off, and in this society the way it is. Um, so yeah. I
0: mean, two nights in a row. So this is Friday at 10 p.m. I was already asleep. He's explaining to me about a tweet he sent. <laughs> so I wake up to it that morning. And then the next morning, um, <laughs> the, the, the tweet that I wake up to on Saturday morning is a screenshot of a tweet that Pat sent, and it says, not in the mood to deal with this fuck stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's he talking about? Uh, talk about a loose cannon. I mean, all this stuff. like, And, and, it's, and it's Pat late night. On, uh, on 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 the Twitter machine, um, giving people the business. Yeah, you know that's a lesson that Pat still has not learned. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying that was <sighs> hmm. it's something that people should be aware of. Yeah, it is definitely something that people should be aware of. There should be an app to like lock down your ability to tweet past a certain hour, or something.
1: I don't know. I mean, you could even go in like like th- there. Like, look, drinking and driving is a big deal. You shouldn't drink and drive. Okay, 100%. a lot of there's been a lot. There was a lot of commercials back in the day about drinking and driving and everything like that. And now we have Uber, so there's no reason to even do that. So now there should be some sort of PSA on uh, about Twitter: no drinking and twittering, or no 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 drinking and social media. Like somebody like just just yeah. something like that out there. Yeah. Like you shouldn't do that because especially in times like this, when everybody's looking on Twitter and freaking out about stuff yeah. that somebody may throw out there look social media is what it is you got to take it with a grain of salt that was so I'm gonna combine that real quick I'm gonna add on here that was one of the things I I've learned a lot about with tour junkies is social media in general not just tweeting when you're drunk yeah but social media and the advantages and the disadvantages to it I mean it is a it's it's a great tool if you use it in the right way but it also can be pretty destructive if you're if you're not if you're not using it in the right way I don't know
0: well no I mean I, I think I, I would correct you there and say it's destructive even if you are using it in the right way mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't matter that was actually my next one is some humans are total asshats. Um, we have had. Trolls, nasty emailers, judgmental Um, people—you know—it has been—it's insane. Like, and we're, and you know, it's like, and we're, we're like nothing on the grand scheme of things. Like, it's kind of weird how I can't imagine what some people that are true, like, that
1: have yeah millions of followers or celebrities or yeah, yeah
0: or have hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever it is like. I can't even imagine, but it is crazy. It was like, you know, I think we tell people seriously like clockwork. When we got 10,000 followers, it just started happening. Like no matter what we did, no matter what we said, people started coming at us in DMs, on replies, uh tweeting us and not tagging us, but somebody would get it back to us and we'd see it. Um and it is just it, it's insane how it happens and I just think that whether you do social media right or you do it wrong, it doesn't matter. At a certain point, people there are some people in this world that we just have to accept our buttholes, and you know that's what we've had to accept that the there are some people that are never going to like us or never going to like me. Most of them just don't like me, or, or um, they are going to judge us because we are southern. So that means we're automatically racist, or um, you know we're we're white and southern. That's even worse. Um, so there are people that are going to judge that, they're going to jump on that, they're going to hammer that no matter what. Uh, and it's just, you have to, I don't know, like, it, it's been it's been tough. Like, me and Pat have definitely had one-on-one conversations where it's like, listen, dude, you got to, we got to ignore this, we got to move on, we got to not clap back, we got to, you know, just let this ride well, I think a, I think a
1: lot of that ha- comes out of the fact that, um, for the most part, I mean, we've done things throughout the the TJ history that have maybe rubbed people the wrong way or whatever it is, and I mean. But we know each other's hearts and each other's personalities and things like that, and it is it can be upsetting when you look at trolls and they don't they don't know you they've never they've never been around you they've never talked to you in person, so the thing it, you know trolls are, are one of those things on Twitter that can tend to get to you a little bit, but you have to bring it back to the fact that and they don't I mean I'm not hating on anybody I mean you know they, they can feel however they want to. Um, to me it's it's sort of ironic that they're trolling you probably because they have some sort of preconceived notion about you because you're from the south or whatever it is, but um which is maybe even worse. I don't know. But anyway, I, I just it's it's an interesting thing out there in the Twitter world and I've had to uh definitely adjust to that, uh, with Torjong.
0: Yeah, Pat yeah, that I think that's something you've grown in too. Like I don't know. I guess I kind of. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm actually a butthole. Now that I think about it. <laughs> like there's. I've definitely been one that's been like more like whatever. You know. I don't care. Or I'll clap back or whatever. But like. I, I like. like every, I want everybody it, to like me. I'm like one of those. Yeah. Like, Pat I, takes it very personally. Yeah. He Takes it very very personally, and he and he wants. He wants to understand why somebody would say this or why somebody would. Email us this or tweet and I, us this, and, I, and, I, and
1: I'm never going to get an explanation for it. But because yeah, I'm not talking like, dude, to that like, person, like I like to vocalize with somebody. Like I get a we get yeah. a, a a troll, and I'm like, I wish I could just like talk to that person straight face to face and be like, why did you think that that was necessary to say to me or to email to us? And it's just not going to happen, so I can't really. Yeah, that's never going to be resolved. But that—that's for me. I, I grew up. That's how. Just how I, my personality is. I've always been like that. I want. I want everybody to like me. I hate when somebody is, not liking me, mad at me, whatever, and it, it it bothers me a good good amount. And I've had to learn to deal with that.
0: And it is primarily a Twitter thing. Like it doesn't really happen on any other channel. Like we do get the occasional email. Um, but it's primarily a Twitter thing, which is just, you know, it is it's, it is what it is. And a lot of them are freaking anonymous. So that, you know, if you're anonymous and you're a troll, you're the worst kind. I don't even understand. But it, it is something that is very real that we've had to deal with yeah. that's tougher on some than others. All right, you're next. Well, I'll... I'll
1: piggyback a little bit off of that and say on the other end of that how awesome people are out there and especially our listeners out there i mean they are they have always been loyal supportive um they're people that don't know us yet they will do anything they'll they'll buy merch they'll do whatever um you know i think that they they it's 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 shown me a lot about just people in general how they appreciate hard work they appreciate the content that we put out there and um i we appreciate them so i think that's been one of the coolest things out there is that there's so many people they're like our internet friends they're our podcast yeah. friends that, that like i've never yeah. met them and 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 i i wish i could i wish i could meet every one of them and and shake their hand or or well now i'd just give them a fist bump i guess since we can't shake hands i guess that's not <laughs> the good
0: thing to do but um, i've actually evolved from fist bumps i'm like kicking feet or we, we do the kid like, we do the little, kid and play little kick little kid and play yeah action. kid and play yeah
1: i mean so i mean i guess that's what we do right now but i'd love to meet everyone out there but there and there's a lot of them that they're so supportive and we get random emails like out of nowhere like Hey guys, I appreciate what you're doing. You know, I love golf, but you guys make my day brighter in what you do and things like that. And that that stuff has been really cool to me and it's just, it's made me realize really how awesome people are. We talk about the trolls who may hate on us, but that the, that is literally the minority. We don't hear a ton oh, of that. Yeah. It is it is the people yeah. that love to listen to us, but just and know that, like, I'm gonna screw up at times and my sound quality is gonna be terrible and whatever else, but they still come back week after week. And we're it's just, I love it, and I think that um, that's one of the things that I've been that have made tour junkies better for me is the fact that just how cool people are out there, and the ones that, um, like, you know, we have the Nut Hut right now going on, and it's just it's crazy, like, people have said. I don't care. I'm paying $10 a month and there's no golf, but I, don't, I, I still I want to stay in the Nut Hut. I don't care. I'm going to be in the Nut Hut. Yeah. Because that's just what i And we're bringing. You know, there's people. People bringing people together. It's
0: really cool. I, I tell you, man. So this I wrote the same thing down. This is how I wrote it. Relationships are the most valuable currency we possess. And I think that's obviously true for tour junkies, but I also think that that's. That's what we want to, you know, want to remind everybody out there. You guys know that, like, we're not telling you anything you don't know. But just to remind you that these relationships are what matters. These relationships are what counts for the long haul. And I mean, you know, there there are listeners, there are people that we've met that are um, that 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 we've had a chance to get to know a little deeper than other listeners. Uh, you know, there are listeners that we've only interacted with on on the internet. And then there are listeners we've never met or interacted with at all, but um, just the stories that we have over the five years of meeting people is awesome. I tell people all the time, I'm like, people are like, do you guys make money doing this? And we're like, yeah, we make a little bit of money. Like, I mean, it's not like life life shattering. You know, it's not it's not changing our world. We're both working our other real jobs. You know, it's not enough to let us quit our jobs. But honestly, the money's not it. What I tell people is this. I travel for my real job and the coolest thing to me and what I tell my wife, what I tell my family, what I tell friends, the coolest thing to me is when I travel for my real job, no matter where I'm going, just about in the US, I can send out a tweet a week before and go, Hey guys, I'll be in wherever and I got a free night, I'm by myself. Who wants to meet up for a beer or let's go to Top Golf or let's go get get dinner or whatever? And without fail somebody's gonna be like yeah db let's do it man i'd love to meet you let's hang out let's do it you know i want to buy you a drink or i want to do this and like to me that is something we never thought of like five years ago we never thought of that we never thought that we'd be able to do that and to me that is the coolest thing that we have whether it's meeting up for a drink or it's meeting up to play golf like it's the same thing there it's like hey i got time to play golf you know i'm in arizona you know who can get together who can play and you know people are coming out of woodwork and you know, I've gotten to play golf with listeners. Marcus Miklovich, played golf with him. You know, our boy William Watley in Sea Island. Like, uh, I think of Mike Riva who bought us our very first drink ever just because we were the tour junkies at the, at, at the players' yeah. championship. You know, we met Ben, the, the, the chalk bomb connoisseur. Oh, God, I can't even believe it's are taking like, this long to get to that point. We met Ben because the Bulldogs were going to the national title game and Ben knew that we were bulldog fans and just emailed and said listen i have a free ticket with my family and if you want to go pat um, you know he basically said i've got ideas about tour junkies and and i just want you to hear me out and if you if you don't like them that's fine no no harm no foul come to the come to the you know the, the natty with me and if you do maybe we can do something and pat goes to the national title game and sits with Ben and next thing you know like Ben's doing stuff for us and he's a great dude he's a great friend you know, and, and he's a part of the Tour Junkies. And all that is just from this. I think of Ash, you know, Ash Morrison, our European Tour dude, who we met at the Ryder Cup at Hazeltine, who was on the wrong team, right? He's, he's the Euro. And we're like yeah. – and now we're like I'm – like, I'm like messaging, you know, some random dude in England that just loves golf. And if it weren't for Tour Junkies, we would have zero connection. Um, I think of Moose, our boy Moose, and like all these people that – I feel like we have relationships with and then a ton of people that if we could just, you know, if we were just in their same town would, you know, would hit it off with, I I wrote that down. Like there are people that we've met that, that I'm so grateful we got to meet. And there are also a bunch of people that we've never met, but I know that if we did, we would, we would hit it off. And that's the coolest thing to me is the value of the relationships that we, for whatever reason, you know, I don't know for whatever reason we I guess we have because of this this crazy podcast and and I think part of that though is because we we try to do our best to respond and be responsive and like respond to tweets and respond to emails and you know do all that stuff like but that is number one the greatest currency that we have and and that is for tour junkies and that is for anybody and obviously I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about that now with coronavirus and all this stuff going on, you're thinking about how you're quarantined in your house and like you're quarantined with probably the people you love. And like the relationships that we have are are the number one. They mean more than anything. And, um, you know, we get a lot of love and validation from people through doing this. That's not necessarily why we started doing it, but it's been an amazing byproduct and probably the best byproduct of anything that we've gotten by doing this um and it just goes to show you like there there are a way there are a lot more cool people out there than these trolls that we talked about earlier but there really are um, it's it's pretty it's the best it's the best part of what we do by far
1: um all right next for me business wise i will say is that especially when you're running your own business or starting your own business or or whatever um for us that for me that it's the target is always moving you are you are never you can never settle. Um, you have to learn from your mistakes. Um, you have to stay fresh, and you have to stay in tune with not only yourself but what your audience for in this case out there, or your customers or whatever it is out there. You just can never settle. You have to constantly evolve, which we've tried to do every year. We've changed the podcasts almost every year. We've changed something up. Um, to try and help things out to make it better you know where last year we yeah you know brought down the, the picks because we had so many picks and people would be like all right well y'all got you guys picked 50 guys and of course you're gonna have you know some good ones in there and we made ourselves pick certain gpp plays and certain cash plays and certain fades and that kind of stuff and then you know you know so we've've we've, we've always constantly tried to evolve like this year it's been putting more of the picks up front uh, before the, um, the fluff or whatever you might say at the beginning. So I think you, in business in general, not just what we do for a podcast, but in business in general, I feel like you do have to stay ahead of the curve. You gotta be listening to your folks. You gotta be listening to your clients and, and evolve from that. And I think that's helped us out tremendously with what we've done from a business standpoint and like i said the target's always moving you gotta be you gotta pay attention to that and you gotta evolve with that so i think that's important to know from a from a business standpoint
0: um that's a good one i actually didn't write that down but that's that's a very good one uh also your brother said you're not drinking enough and he's losing interest so you need to pick up the pace a little bit oh he thinks i need to get drunker well yeah all right we'll pick it up Woo! I I agree though, man, like the, the moving target is definitely a real thing. So like if you're a business owner or you're in a business where you have a lot of, you know, vested interest, you know, you got to reevaluate it. Like what, what got you there will not always keep you there. Right? Like that's, that's not new news. We're not, uh, that's not earth shattering information, but for sure things have changed a lot for us. And I think last year when we did that survey, when we sent out that survey, that was probably one of the more telling things we've ever done so just you know, you take for granted sometimes what people want in in business or whatever it is that you're doing. You take for granted what the customer, for lack of a better word, what the customer wants. Um, and like when we sent that survey out last year, I remember th- like calling you and be like, dude, this is insane. Like we're getting a lot of information here that's very good information, but like we gotta switch stuff up. We're losing people, you know, and um, and just you gotta know you're not gonna please everybody, but um, I, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. All right, this is another kind of uh, gossipy one, if you will. Um, here's what I've learned, and this is unfortunate. The people that liked you before, the competition can change those people if they're insecure. Um, so your friends that may be your friends now, whether it's in business or whatever, if there is something that creates a little bit of competition between you and that person, you have to be prepared to potentially see that person turn against you. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully you're not that person, but you know, having started this thing very early before literally all but two other current podcasters out there. If if we could show you a glimpse of our old DMs from people who now bash us or oh um, gosh
1: that's that's a great point like the or, DMs yeah
0: yeah or uh, either they bashed us openly or they don't bash us but they also act like you know we don't exist or they don't like they don't acknowledge us or you know they 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 go backhanded at it or whatever because now they've started their own thing or they've joined up with somebody else and for whatever reason they feel like we both can't coexist and so they 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 flip on you and they grow cold in the competition um is very interesting is interesting and it's and and it's it's kind of a sucky thing right like it's kind of a sucky thing but we we definitely had relationships with people who in this space you know Started out very friendly with us, liked us, comp, you know, DM'd us, interacted with us, bought merchandise. <laughs> like, there are people who have competing podcasts right now that bought the original Tour Junkies t shirt, like the first one with the first logo that we did through like custom ink. Okay. That's a long time ago. Um, and it's just interesting how, like, you know, we didn't we didn't do anything different. They just started their own thing, but for, for whatever reason, feel like they can't be, you know, they can't be supportive or they can't be friendly or whatever that is. And, like, understanding that sometimes that may reveal to you who your true supporters are and who your friends are or whatever in business as well. But it's been an unfortunate part of what we've done. Agree. Alright, you're up. We've got a few more. Huh, okay,
1: um... Where do I want to go next? Um, Well, real quick, I will say this: um, it is definitely expensive to run a business. When you think about like, like our business is not necessarily like a ton, like but. The, the marketing and all that kind of stuff, and the the money that we probably waste on merchandise <laughs> like
0: that—that's probably where I'm going. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's not that's not a must-have. But it's like, fun. Don't have to do. That. But it's fun to do that. But yeah, it can be. It's fun, but we don't need it. It can be a
1: little bit expensive um, to grow it to grow your business. That was kind of like a side thing. I was just like, man, we spent some money that we probably should have spent. <laughs> um, all right, let me go. Okay. Let, me go with, let me go with the next one. Um, All right, I'll try this. I don't think you can ever underestimate the impact that you can have on people. Um, Whether it's business, whether it's in personal relationships, whether it's whatever else it is, and especially for us in the podcast, but um, even the littlest things that you do can make somebody happy Can make somebody more confident can make somebody um maybe be inspired in some way and i I think that i'm the reason that i'm coming up with that is because of the contact we get whether it's emails or dms or whatever else and this may go back to some earlier stuff i said but it's i think it's important Um, you know there's a lot you can do in this world if you just um I don't know. I mean, people, whatever it is that you do, I mean, whatever it is you do in life and then in general, um, by just being nice to somebody, by, you know helping them out in some way, um, you can always help their situation and you never know what what's gonna come out about of, of that. And for us with the podcast, for me, I've learned that like it's like somebody will say, I've gotten out on the golf course for the first time in 10 years because of what y'all talked yeah, about yeah. on the podcast. Or um, I've really enjoyed getting to do DraftKings, but I do it with my friends, and we have a little small 10-man ten, ten group or whatever it is. Um, I think that it's just there's a lot of things that are good that come out of that kind of stuff, and you just you can't underestimate that, uh, especially in times like right now. Um, and so... Don't ever think that just you know existing in general is like like you you can do a lot out there and you can touch somebody by just the simplest of acts and I think that we've seen that with i I'm, I'm amazed when we get an email from somebody who's in the military or whatever you know and they'll say like like your podcast you know lifts me up when there's a bad day or things like that and it makes me think that it doesn't take a
0: you raise me up.
1: It doesn't take a podcast to do that, though. It just takes anything. Like, I mean, just yeah. being nice to freaking people. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I've just learned a lot from, from that and the grand aspect of things. So,
0: um, All right, so another one for me is in 2020, with social media and digital media, I know you've heard this before. This is not a new thought. But you can literally grow anything. Mm-hmm. except your penis except your penis can you grow weed with maybe with <laughs> a little bit of hustle um it is just the power of the the times that we live in if you are halfway good at it um you can get attention well, just last week at the player championship we have a very funny You had to be there, so I'm not going to go into it too deeply. But me and Pat and Ben are standing there at the range talking to Corey Connors' caddy. And these two literally 80-year-old men, like Bernie Sanders and his brother, walk up to us on the ropes and literally just walk up and start talking to us. Like just just the most awkward social interaction you could possibly have. Walk up to us and start talking to us about their, their, their invention, their golf invention. And they want to promote it, and they're talking about social and what we do and how we was know I the caddy. And... yes, well, I don't remember. I don't remember that. Was I drunk? The old guys. The old guys. Remember they they cornered Ben. We walked away. I don't think I was there for that. Yes, you were. Anyway, those guys were hopeless. So I'm not saying. I'm not saying you be them. But if they knew what they were do- like, they're too lost that they're never gonna get it. The next day, when you weren't there on Wednesday, me and Ben were standing by the putting green, and they had this young guy cornered, asking him what hashtags were. It, it just, it just, I don't know. Like you have to embrace the social media side of it. But like we literally grew this entire thing off of organic, consistent social media. That's it, and 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 consistency. That's it. Um, You know, it took us we we went four years before we ever paid a dime to advertise the show, like in any sense. We never paid anything for advertising or marketing or anything. Literally, the money that we made went into merch, went into the website, went into trips or whatever it was we were doing. Like that's it. We never spent a dime marketing ourselves at all until like year four. We literally grew it organically on social media, and so if you have something or you have an idea or you have a concept or you work for somebody or whatever it is that you're doing and you want to grow it, you cannot underestimate the influence and the times that we live in, which it sounds like an old man thing to say, but the Internet and social media is a beautiful thing, so if you do it right and you do it consistently, I
1: don't know if I would it say it was a beautiful thing,
0: but I mean, yeah, overall. All right, I got two more. What do you got? I have two more, more
1: too, real quick. Okay, go ahead. Uh, This one's real quick. It's just, um, and I'm going to get into my my more serious one, and my favorite one uh, will be my last one. Um, I was going to start with it, but I'll finish with it. But before I get to that one, it is just the reward of seeing all the hard work you do when you start a personal um, business or whatever it is um, with what we do or whatever. I mean, it could be retail. It could be anything kind of business is incredible as you see it grow uh it's you, you not only gain confidence in yourself but you gain um just so much just reward and being able to you know see things happen the way you want to happen i mean and, and, and look we see we've had things that have happened to us that have you know failures and what we've done but in the long run with the work we've put into it the reward you get out of it and taking the risk and starting the business whether it's whatever it's whatever industry it is is definitely far exceeds um the work that you have to put into it i mean you're you you literally are you're gonna <clears throat> if you do something like we do or you do something in any sort of business um it's gonna it's gonna make you feel good it's gonna make you feel good it's gonna, I'll go back to this. Like it's like doing yard work. I like yard work. I get done with yard yeah. work, and I'm like, I want a beer. I'm. Re- I'm gonna reward myself, and I feel good about what I did that day. So you take that little mentality, and you take it, and you broaden that out to business. That's that's what this is like, and I think it's it's it is very rewarding. What what happens when you when you start things like this, and you may take a little bit of a risk, and and do things.
0: So there you go. I'm with you with you um all right here's one if you're if you have a business or you want to grow a business or whatever it is or just life in general um act like you've been there before, and in combination with that, the psychology of acting like you're a bigger deal than you really are and where it gets you because we've definitely done that we have definitely been in situations where we have acted like we are bigger deals than we are, so that we can get to places that we probably don't deserve to be, or talk to people that we probably don't deserve to talk to. Um, from getting interviews to credentials to being at like top golf VIP parties to conversations at the PGA show, whatever it is, like I definitely think there's there's a little bit of sales salesmanship to it maybe you would call it lying, but I, it's <laughs> maybe not lying. You would, it's lying not is lying. Harsh. that's a harsh. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's just like, it's just a little bit like, Hey, like it's, it's weird. Like people, people will buy what you're selling. If you sell it with confidence, if you act like, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, like this is, you know, we just, we've done that. We've done that since we started. Like I mean, we've definitely been humble about it, but we've also, at times, when when we knew that it would help us, whether it was landing an interview or talking to an agent or a player, or you know, trying to work up a deal or whatever, like just being like like acting like we were bigger than we really were, or more deserving than we probably were. You know what I mean? Like, so I think there's something to that 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 people could could leverage. I like that. Could use. Okay. Don't be afraid. The worst they can say is no way, man. Like no way. Um, so yeah. All right. I got one more. You got one more. What you got? All right. Well, this is gonna get. This one's gonna
1: get a little sentimental on you. Um, You've been sentimental the whole night, buddy. So, and this kind of happened. You know, it's maybe with what's going on right now in today's society and and things like that. And um, today is also, uh, I will say. If if you've listened to the podcast for a long amount of time, you may have um, known that I, I talk about my brother, Rob some who passed away at an early age, was a big golf fan, and really helped kind of bring on my passion for golf. And today is the anniversary of his death. Um, so... <laughs> I didn't want that so I'm sorry but that being said it is um, one of the things I've learned with TJ is son of a bitch (laughs) is seeing (laughs) seeing seeing the good in bad or tough situations which we're going through right now Um, yeah before we started, TJ, I had, for the first time in my life, been fired from a job, which never happened before for me, and I got put on with um, a new company, which forced me to. It was a great it was a great opportunity, but forced me to be away from my family and um, move to a different town. We had a house in Aiken, South Carolina, which was uh, was nice that we had that we were having to rent that out because um financial situation because we had moved to savannah and we couldn't sell it and whatever else it was during the real estate crisis and things like that so i had to i had to take that job and it was probably one of the worst years of my life (laughs) but because of that uh, DP and I met and we started Tour Junkies and it became one of the best things that ever happened to me so it's just when you go through tough times I think it helps you, you you gain perspective and you learn things And even though that time was so tough for me and my family, something good came out of it. And I think that that's what you could learn from maybe today with what we're dealing with with this virus and everybody across this world is dealing with a tough time. And um, good things can come out of that. And that's the main thing I've learned is that you've got to keep your head up in situations like this, and then in, in, in bad situations in your life, whatever it may be, and realize that um, you know, good can come out of it. And that's for me the biggest thing I've learned with tour junkies.
0: Um, yeah,
1: fuck. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was gonna do that.
0: No, man, that's it's awesome, and and uh, yeah, I think that's. i think it's a good reminder man you know we all know that i think everybody knows that that like good stuff can come out of out of that shit show you know and that that uh that time in life where you think craps hit the fan you know and and we can you know we're gonna make light of like no sports for a while and no golf and no gambling and you know we're gonna make light of that and have a good time but i you know obviously we all know like we live in a pretty awesome place and and we have a lot of privileges and a lot of good things going for us but then sometimes you know life kind of punches you in the dick and it doesn't feel good and um but but yeah like if you're looking for it I think that's the thing like you got to be looking for it you got to be open to it you got to be receptive to it to like what's that next door that's opening and you know we anytime we tell the story I always kind of joke right you know this pat because we've had a lot of conversations lately with people who um are wanting to to set up partnerships or whatever that is and like they ask us about how we got started and the joke is always well the last good idea pat had was you know when he looked at me in Mm -hmm. 2015 and he was like hey we should start a podcast even though his ass didn't know what the hell starting a podcast meant you know that that's kind of the joke but at the same time like you you know in the middle of a of a Kind of a less than stellar situation, you know you you had your eyes open for an opportunity, and you know it was like we we did something, and you know I remember saying like, all right well, let's actually do it, let's just not do something that we say we're gonna let, let's just not say we're gonna do it and then not do it, let's actually do it um and so that's 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 real um and and I think along with that, like my last one is that people should over index. Your strengths and not your weaknesses like and I think it's a balance like we've talked about how far we've come and like how we've gotten better at certain things or we've we've gone outside of our comfort zone in certain ways of course Pat has and you know I, I have in some ways we talked about that but I also think at the same time you know I think we should lean on our strengths I, I don't I, I think you know investing in and doubling down on what you are already good at whether it's in business or relationships or whatever it is like investing in and doubling down what you're already good at is is more valuable than trying to spend so much time and energy developing a weakness um and i think we've done that well you know for example like we knew early on You know, that our thing was going to be we want to try to be entertaining. Like, we want to try to make people laugh and we want to try to make people have a fun commute. And, like, we don't want to take ourselves too seriously and we don't want other people to take us too seriously. And we're not, you know, super nerds and like data guys and number guys and all these things. Like, that's just not us. So, we're not going to be that, but we're going to double down on our strengths and we're going to invest in our strengths, which is our personalities, our interaction with each other you know, our, our quest to be funny or entertaining or whatever that is. And like, we're going to hammer that. And so when we talk to, to potential partners or whatever that may be, we're like, Hey, listen, we want to do this, but we're going to be, we're going to be us. We're going to be authentic. We're going to, we want to be entertaining. We want to do video. We don't want to write a bunch of shit. Like it it doesn't come across the same. Like we want to invest in what we are strong in, not what we are weak in. Um, we're gonna continue to develop those things, but we're not gonna do spreadsheets and optimizers and all that shit. Like that's just not our thing. And we want to invest in relationships and communication and um, you know and being and, and being entertaining and face to face. Like that's where we are. And so I think you as a as a listener investing in yourself from that same angle <clears throat> and thinking about what it is that I'm naturally gifted at what it is that my strength is and doubling down on that not ignoring your weaknesses not ignoring the places where you could improve you know that's not what we've done that's not what pat's done that's not what i've done but that you know you spend time leaning into those those areas where you're strong and i think that's continued to pay off for us and we want to continue to do that is is lean into that so um that would be my my final my final nugget Cheers to you, buddy. I like it. Good. It's, Cheers. It's been a it's been a fantastic uh, five years um, doing this TJ thing. I love you, man. You're the best. This has been a sappy episode, but I'm 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 happy about it. I'm happy that it went that direction. You know what I mean? I'm happy about it.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Cool. I, whatever. I'm not. Well, I'm not sorry. Whatever. <laughs> Don't is. be sorry, man. We. Hey, hopefully, you know, some folks got something out of this, you know, like
1: yeah, like look, look, we're trying to also just bring you some some different stuff right now. We're gonna keep doing this podcast thing. We don't have any golf yeah. right now, and we're gonna. I mean, I don't know what next week's episode is gonna bring, but it'll probably be a lot more funny than this one. Um,
0: but maybe we'll uh, turn into a murder podcast, like uh, I don't another know. one of those serial killer podcasts. Yeah, or maybe like yeah, we're gonna do some stuff. Hey, if you have hey. ideas get ideas to us right like yeah yeah get it hey speaking of getting outside of your comfort zone what about you buddy what about what about you when we were in the ropes walking around sawgrass you looked at me and you're like yeah guess what i just did huh huh you want to tell the people what you did you're all you were proud of yourself you're sticking your chest out a little bit i was proud of you i did
1: a lot of things i mean uh, first off i have uh I believe we're gonna have be able to have Brendan Todd on. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I got numbers. I mean, you got I, digits, I got, man. I, got, I got, digits. Got, got digits. I don't know how else to put you it. Guys, I got digits. I didn't even. I, I, I'm over I there. You're over there doing the your rear. thing with with uh, like I don't know what you were doing, but I'm over there getting digits <laughs> and everything. You know,
0: it's just. You know, a lot of times I have to poke and prod. I got to smack, pat on the butt, and be like, "Dude, do this! Like, let's go!" You know, and. No, like Pat was like, "Hey, uh, I got Brendan Todd's number. He's ready to come on. I got, I got, I got Bradley Hughes. He's ready to come on. Like we're gonna do this." Yeah, I'm like, "Whoa! I didn't even see you get the digits." No, I was just... just doing operating in the background. Operating
1: in you the background. You were just smooth Look, operator. I should probably be. I, I, you know, the tour should give me inside
0: the ropes access. I, I really yeah, feel like that. Yeah, you were happen. smooth operator. I was pretty proud of you for that. You would never have done that. You'd never have done that. You know. A year ago, you probably wouldn't have done that. No. You were stepping outside the box a little bit. Now, I will say, you know, Pat made fun of me for my Brooks Kepka question, but here's the real deal. We've been in now three press conferences. Well, and I guess Pat two, me three. How many questions has Pat asked? None, because he's too afraid.
1: I, I mean, need to ask a none. question. I feel like next... Ben, next, ben, ben asked a question. Ben has yeah. and he's asked <laughs> one. one.
0: Pat's been in two, he's asked zero.
1: Yeah. I will say, I've got a little nervous in the press conference
0: room. Uh... No, you've been in three now. My bad. You've been in three. You're at the RSM. You were at Patrick Reed's. You're at Ricky Fowler's. You were not at Brooks's. And you wouldn't so, ask a question. Three. All right. Well, I'm definitely asking the question next time. Next. Or I'm just shutting you Brooks down before
1: you. you ask a fashion question. <laughs> That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So send in topics that you're interested in. We do know this. We're going to do, uh, we do have some interviews on the hook. So we'll have some interviews, players, caddies, coaches, all that good stuff. We'll have that coming. Uh, we're gonna do uh, a GPP kind of strategy DFS show with an expert that's uh, made more money in this than we have, so that'll be good. Um, we're thinking about doing like a process. I don't know. We're thinking about doing a few different DFS betting kind of like strategy shows. So check that out. Also check out the YouTube channel. The Junior Junkies episode two is out right now. It's ten minutes long. If you got kids that are into golf or you want them to get into golf, you need to have them check out the YouTube channel and the Junior Junkies Episode 2 and watch our kids, my kid and somebody else's kid, not Pat's kid, whatever, uh, engage with the PGA Tour, make fun of Patrick Reed, um, talk about taking Tiger out to dinner, all kind of fun stuff. That's a good one, so check that out. Anything else, Pat? That's all I got. It's
1: been fun tonight. I've enjoyed it. It's been a good uh, show. I hope you guys stay safe out there, stay healthy, uh, do whatever everybody's saying to do. Look, I mean, everybody thinks we're overreacting, but I think you just overreact right now until it's time not to go overreact. So just just be safe out there, but be smart, you know. Don't be stupid like all these... I, I saw the Twitter thing about all these people at Clearwater Beach or something. Like, just, like, mm-hmm. like come on. Reign it in a little bit. If Even if you don't believe... If you think this is fake news, don't worry, just
0: still... Just, you got to rein it in right now. Good, good. That's a good point. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next Monday. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be a great week. Let's make it a great week, people. I can't say may your screens be green because God knows when that's going to happen. So just have a great week. May your week be green.
1: (laughs) I like that. See ya. Out.